0: Good morning, faithful listeners. You have tuned in to the P40 Ministries podcast, the one place where you can get a daily explanatory Bible reading to start your day strong. This is your host, Jen, bringing you a brand new episode out of Matthew. Good morning, faithful listener. This is your host, Jen with P40 Ministries Podcast. So guys, when I came upstairs, my room that I record in was fifty-five degrees and I almost froze to death. <laughs> I turned on the heater and about an hour later, and I don't like to record when the heater is on because it makes this like whoosh noise. And an hour later it only rose two degrees, and I'm like, I'm I'm gonna die up here. I can't record an episode today. <laughs> But finally, now, after several hours of me running the heater, it is finally a tolerable temperature. It's about 65 degrees and nice and balmy upstairs. So now I can record. But we are going to finish up Matthew chapter 12 today, verses 38 through 50. So grab your Bible. I will be reading out of the NIV version this morning. So let's start reading verses 38 through 50. Then some of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law said to him, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. He answered, A wicked and adulterous generation asks for a sign, but none will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a huge fish, so the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will stand up at judgment with this generation and condemn it, For they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and now something even greater than Jonah is here. The queen of the south will rise at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for she came from the ends of the earth to listen to Solomon's wisdom, and now something greater than Solomon is here. When an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. When it arrives, it finds the house unoccupied, swept clean, and put in order. Then it goes and takes with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself, and they go in and live there. And the final condition of that person is worse than the first. That is how it will be with this wicked generation. While Jesus was still talking to the crowd, his mother and brother stood outside, wanting to speak to him. Someone told him, Your mother and your brothers are standing outside wanting to speak to you. He replied to them, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? Pointing to his disciples, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. So there's a lot of strange things Jesus talks about in this passage of scripture, isn't there? So in verse 38, these Pharisees are still talking to Jesus. You remember on Tuesday, the Pharisees were saying that Jesus had an unclean spirit. And Jesus said to the Pharisees that they were crossing the line big time into blasphemy and into a sin that would not be forgiven, which is blaspheming the Holy Spirit. And I talked about that on Tuesday. So now these Pharisees are still talking to Jesus. And they said, we want to see a sign from you. And Jesus gets kind of mad. He's like, he says, this wicked and adulterous generation asks for a sign. And I can just imagine him like scrubbing his face with his hands and being like, what in the world? Like, why are you asking for a sign? I do all these signs. I do miracles constantly. And he says, I won't give you a sign. I'm not going to give you anything. He says, here's a sign for you. And he, he goes back to the prophet Jonah. Now we haven't talked about Jonah yet. Jonah has his own book of the Bible and he was a prophet who got swallowed up by a fish and was spit out three days later. Then finally did what God had asked him to do. He went and preached to Nineveh. Now Nineveh repented. They were a very wicked city, but they repented and God spared them because they repented. So Jesus is saying, Here's your sign. As Jonah was in the belly of the whale for three days and three nights, I will be in the heart of the earth, he says, for three days and three nights. That is the sign I will give you. Now, when Jesus is saying this, literally no one has any clue what he's talking about. We know that from other parts of scripture where Jesus is talking to his disciples about his coming death and resurrection and his disciples have literally no clue what is happening and they don't want to ask because they don't actually want to know what's going to happen. But everyone here is probably super confused and Jesus knows this, but he says this is going to be your sign and that's the only sign I'm going to give you. So now he says in verse 41 that the men of Nineveh are going to stand up at the judgment with this generation and condemn this generation because the men of Nineveh And the people of Nineveh, they repented when Jonah came to them. You know, Jonah came to them without miracles, just as a prophet, a man who had the word of God. He went to Nineveh and Nineveh, when they heard Jonah's words, repented. And Jesus is saying, you know, I am here. I am greater than Jonah. I have the spirit of God. I have miracles, I'm showing you signs constantly, and yet you're still not repenting. And he says, so now Nineveh is going to stand up on judgment day and judge you because something greater than Jonah is here. And then he once again makes another reference in verse 42. He says, the queen of the south will rise at judgment with this generation and condemn it. So now what he's talking about here in this queen of the south was the queen who traveled many, many miles to go see Solomon. Now, once again, we haven't really talked about King Solomon yet, but King Solomon was a very wise king that judged Israel. And he was also one of um, Jesus's ancestors, just to uh, throw that out there. But he was a very wise and prosperous king. In fact, the most wise and prosperous king. And this queen of the south wanted to see Solomon because she had heard about all the great things he was doing for his kingdom. She heard about his wisdom and his prosperity and she traveled many, many miles to go see if it was true for herself. So Jesus is saying that this queen is now going to stand up with judgment and condemn this generation. She's going to rise at judgment. So why Jesus says that is because the queen of the south... Only went to go see a man. She went to go see a man and see his wisdom and his faith and everything else. She was impressed by him. You know, she was extremely impressed by him. And yet the people of Jesus's generation have something even greater than Solomon, the wisest person who is God in human flesh, the wisest person who performs miracles and yet they still don't care. And so Jesus is saying, this queen of the south is going to rise up against you on judgment day, because she is wiser than all of you guys. So then he talks in verse 43 about the spirits coming out of a person. Now, this was such a weird um, couple of verses for me, but he talks about this impure spirits coming out of a person. Now, Jesus wouldn't just talk about impure spirits if he didn't believe that they existed. And I also don't think this is necessarily Jesus talking about how a spirit enters and leaves a human being. I don't really think that was the point of it. It was more of an analogy. So Jesus says, when a spirit, an evil spirit, comes out of a person, it goes through these arid places seeking rest and does not find it. So basically, if a spirit comes out of a man, it will travel around looking to find somebody to possess. But if everybody is filled with the Holy Spirit, then he cannot possess them so he's looking for rest and cannot find it and in verse 44 jesus says the spirit then says i will return to the house i left so this spirit doesn't care about this man he calls the body of this man or person a house But it is not this spirit's house. But he says, I'm going to return to the house I left. So basically, the spirit is saying, I'm going to go return to this man that I had possessed before. So when the spirit arrives, it finds the house unoccupied, swept clean and put in order. So basically, the analogy is this man removes this demon from his life and sweeps up everything, cleans everything, and puts his house in order. So he's finally clean of this spirit, and he's trying to get his life in order. But it's unoccupied. His house is unoccupied because he still doesn't have the spirit of God living inside of him. So the spirit finds the house unoccupied, meaning that the spirit of God is not there. Even though it's swept clean and it's put in order, he's still able to enter this house. And he also goes and finds seven other of his evil demon friends. It says even more wicked than itself. And they go and they live in that swept up clean house that does not hold the Holy Spirit. At the end of this verse, it says, and the final condition of that person is worse than the first time. And that is how it is going to be with this wicked generation. So Jesus is pressing the people with this urgency to be filled with the Holy Spirit and to have God in their lives. Now to conclude in verses 46 through 50, Jesus's mother and brothers are standing outside of obviously the house that Jesus is in right now, and Jesus is still talking to the crowd. Now, someone tells him, your mother and brothers are outside wanting to speak to you. Now, many scholars, though this is kind of just um, opinion, many scholars believe that Jesus's mother and brothers were coming to speak to Jesus to tell him to not be so controversial. And if you look at the language of the time, it's possible that that is what's happening, though it's not stated directly in scripture, if that's why Jesus's mother and brothers are standing outside wanting to talk to him. But that's what some people believe is that they were standing outside wanting to talk to Jesus to tell him to basically stop being so controversial, uh, stop messing with the Pharisees, all that good stuff. But like I said, that is just opinion based and Honestly, that's not even my own opinion. I don't know why Jesus' mother and brothers were there. So they wanted to speak to him and someone tells Jesus. But Jesus does not give his mother and brothers priority because he was doing something very, very important here. And we've seen this other times in scripture where Jesus takes God the Father's purpose and puts it above his mother and his brothers because God's ultimate purpose for everyone to be saved is far more important than Jesus going outside and talking to his mother and his brothers. So he says to everyone in the crowd, he's like, who's my mother and who are my brothers? And he points at his disciples and he says, these are my mother and my brothers. And to conclude, he says, for whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. So It's almost like Jesus is contrasting what he had just said about the wicked spirit occupying the man and Nineveh and the Queen of the South condemning the wicked generation. The people who do the will of the Father are people who have the Holy Spirit and who are Jesus's brothers and sisters in Christ. And that's why some churches... Not all of them, but some call each other, hey, brother, Mike, hey, sister, Jen, hey. <laughs> and I used to go to a church that was like that. They would call each other brothers and sisters because we all consider ourselves to be brothers and sisters in Christ. So when we have the Holy Spirit and we do the will of God, Jesus counts us just as important and just as loved as he would his own brothers and sisters and sisters, and even his mother. And that is the point of what Jesus is saying at the end of this chapter. So I hope that you enjoyed this. We finally finished Matthew chapter 12. It was a longer chapter, but it was extremely unique and very interesting. So join me on Tuesday. We will be having another podcast episode, 6 a.m. Out of Matthew And this will be Matthew chapter 13 That we talk about So definitely join in then But also tomorrow will be an episode Out of Genesis So join in for that one as well 6am And we will be talking more about Jacob's journey To visit his mother's brother Uncle Laban And some of the crazy stuff That happens with that Uncle Laban So join in 6am make sure to like and share this podcast on your social media platforms that will help the word get spread more and that is what we are supposed to do as believers is to spread the word of the lord and a podcast of the bible is a great way to do that so definitely share it and like it on uh, whatever listening platform that you are on Friends, I have some brand new designs in the store, Valentine's Day themed. I just got them up yesterday, so take a look at those. I will put a link in the bio of this podcast episode so you can easily navigate over there to the limited edition items that are actually hand designed by me personally. So you can take a look at those. All the new limited edition mugs right now are actually $15, including shipping. So that would be an excellent way for you to not only get yourself something special or somebody you love something special for Valentine's Day, but also to support P40 Ministries. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate all of you faithful listeners. Happy listening and God bless.